All right, here we go, you guys. What's up, podcast? 121 coming at you guys. It is a beautiful day outside today. Uh, Friday. Ain't got no job. Ain't got shit to do. I could get you high. <laughs> that one of the most famous uh, sayings or movie quotes that came out of Friday. Uh, amazing movie, you guys. Ice Cube, Chris Tucker, uh, Debo. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for chiming. Thanks for chiming in. What is? What the fuck is chiming? Who, I'm. Who's? Nobody's chiming in right now. I, if anybody's chiming in, it's me chiming in to you guys. Anyway, you guys, uh, this podcast, uh, I get into the nerve stimulator stuff that that I had going on all week uh, and how much it's helped me. Uh, I get in, I go off for a while about some first, you guys, first time using, you know, chew cigarettes, alcohol, weed. We get into it, man, and even I go fucking probably too deep with some of it. But anyway, uh, huge shout outs to Victor at Car- uh, Combat Cardio Club here in Grand Forks. I am going to shout him out every time. Uh, we got to get together and do a podcast. Uh, I've been out of the gym because of all this stimulator stuff, and I, I miss it. I miss him, and I need to get in there and help him out. Uh, my apologies, you guys. On this podcast, I think I had the mic turned up. Me and Robin were messing around and did a video the other day, and I think I turned the mic up because we were both sharing it. So if this podcast comes across like super loud or uh, my voice will hit a certain point and it cuts out, not cuts out, it just gets really muffled. So my apologies now, you guys, if you want to listen to 30 fucking minutes of a shitty mic sound, I don't know. I, I actually haven't even listened to it yet. Uh, recorded it, doing the intro now. You guys know how I roll. Uh, anyway, one more shout out. Uh, actually, let's give Progressive Martial Arts a shout out, dude. Uh, new new black belt, new brown belt, Josh and Ken, the Greers, just doing the damn thing, dude. They do an amazing job. You guys want to do some jujitsu, hit up Progressive Martial Arts. You guys want to do uh, some boxing, uh, some combat cardio workouts, hit up Victor and or hit me up and I'll point you in the right direction, you guys. Anyway, uh, shout out. One more shout out. Sorry, you guys. I just, my mind's all over the place. If you guys can't tell, I am firing on all cylinders, dealing with some pain that came back because the, the implant is out. And I get into that in the podcast. But anyway, uh, local podcast out of Minot, my buddy Theo and uh, Stefan Kollerbacher. I don't know if that's how you say his name. Anyway, the good old Blast and Cast podcast. I know a lot of you guys out there are into fishing. You're into hunting. Uh, definitely, if you guys are looking for a podcast, hit them up. I've been listening to all sorts of different podcasts lately. Really getting into the Andrew Santino, uh, Bobby Lee, uh I still listen to all the Your Mom's House, Joe Rogan and stuff. I've really been getting into podcasts lately. So anyway, hit me up, you guys. Dayspodcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to send me some feedback, want to be on the podcast, want me to talk about something, want to sponsor me, let me know, man. Uh, uh, Dave Helmberg on Facebook, Dave's Podcast on Facebook, Funny Welder on Instagram, and I think that's all I got. So enjoy the podcast, you guys. There is an MMA minute at the end. So if you guys want to hear some MMA, uh, either you can either fast forward to the end if that's all you want to hear, or if you don't want to hear MMA, you can cut it off when I, when the minute kicks on, the minute kicks on. What is that? Jesus. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening till next time. I'm out. Hey, what's up hey, everybody? What is going on? Everybody? What's going on? Everybody? What up everybody? Welcome. Welcome to the Dave cast. Welcome back to Dave cast. The Dave cast. The Dave cast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Man, I cannot get a point across to save my life today. You guys I'm getting emotional. Stop getting emotional, Dave. Listen to me, guys. I'm out of control. So, welcome to the Dave Cast. I'm going to be your host, Dave Helmbrett. This was the first podcast. I hope you guys liked it. I love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you guys. Later. All right, here we go.
We are not live. We are recording. Aha. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you guys for checking in on me. Uh, for most of you, follow me on social media. Know that I actually got my stimulant, stimulant, stimulator, uh, the nerve, the nerve stimulator implant put in my, put in my neck or whatever. It wasn't actually the implant. Oh, I'm going to sneeze right away, really? Three of them. Three of them, you guys. Holy shit, I should edit that out. Ugh, this is a way to start, man. Fuck. Ugh, anyway. <laughs> uh, I didn't get the implant. The temporary one is just a battery pack that I wear this little belt around me. And the whole thing was pretty awkward, right? Um, so I go in uh, mildly sedated. Uh, they nerve the area that they're doing the injections in. And it's like getting an epidural, kind of. They take these really long 14-gauge needles. And they run them all the way up my spine, into my neck, up to my C2. So right to the top of my neck. And uh, there's a lead inside the needle. And then they pull the needle out and they leave this wire in there. It's got these little metal ends on it that, uh, that provide the, uh, the electricity that they're going to use to numb the nerves and to stimulate the nerves, really. They do that on both sides. They put in two wires. Uh, these wires are right in the middle of my back. Uh, they come out. And I didn't really get, I seen them today when they removed them. And when he pulled them out, it felt really weird. <laughs> but they, uh, while they were doing it, he kept saying, all right, AC, which is alternating current. And I could, I'd like almost, it would hurt. Like it would be, I'd be like, ooh, that kind of hurts. You know, I'm, that's why they keep you mildly sedated. They keep you kind of awake to, to communicate with you, to see what you're feeling. And, I would let him know or whatever, but it was weird. I could just keep feeling him. Every time he said AC to turn it on, it was like they're moving closer up my spine and closer to my, my neck. Well, uh, like I said, I didn't really get to see it till today. My whole back was taped up. Uh, these little boxes that, that the leads that the wires go into were in the middle of my back as well, all taped up to my back. Uh, and then I had that little battery pack on me, and it was super awkward, and it was... The injection spot was ridiculously sore for the first few days, and it was really hard to tell if it was helping with the pain, my arm pain, and the weird nerve attacks that I would get in my arm that were like almost crippling pain. I never had any of those. Uh, my arm felt way better. Uh, it was hard to tell with the shoulder pain and the, and the, the pain I have behind my shoulder blade with, with the in injection spot being near it. But today, after they took it out, the pain is back, and it is back like tenfold. I don't know if I just got used to the five days of having it in and being without that pain, but it hurts for me to even breathe right now. Like, behind my sh my whole left shoulder and shoulder blade are in so much fucking pain. Oh, it hurts to breathe. It is, it's weird, and maybe... Maybe it's a good sign. Maybe it's a good sign that I am that the the uh, the therapy worked, and uh, I'm excited. So June 14th, I get the permanent one. Uh, I'm gonna get the uh, the non the one that's not rechargeable battery uh, battery in it, and it's all gonna be implanted under my skin. It's an actual surgery that I have to go do. Uh, they are going to um, the dog is out there playing with a bone. Oh, we got a new foster. I'll talk about her in a minute. But I almost didn't do this podcast today because of the pain. But I'm like, I got to get one out. I got to inform everybody of this implant deal and how it went. 
well, uh, it obviously worked great, and I'm excited to get the actual implant. Like I said, June 14th, going in for the surgery. I, uh, uh, like I said, I'm going to get the battery pack that's not chargeable, lasts for three to five years, depending on how much of the therapy you use. Uh, the guy from Boston Scientific, who who's the representative for these for these implants, uh, said that with my what he thinks with my therapy, it's more around the five year mark. And the reason that I went with it is because in three to five years, when the battery starts to wear out, they got to open me back up. Like they redo an incision and they swap the battery out and re re stitch me back up. Well, in five years, I hope that the battery technology is even better. And I made a joke about Elon Musk is on it. Maybe we can get some better batteries, you know, because he's always trying to get the, the bigger, better, not bigger, but smaller, better batteries. Uh, that weigh less but have more charge uh, for his electric cars and stuff like that. So hopefully the technology is a little better in five years when I get it replaced and I get a better battery. Uh, maybe the technology for the implants even better. So that's the reason I went with it. Uh, they have a rechargeable one where it's like he said, it's like a hockey puck thing that you charge up and then you you belt it to you or whatever and it it, it sits right outside the implant and just charges it. He's like, you got to put it on for like a day every couple weeks and not that that sounded like too much of a task for me or anything uh, but like I said hopefully there's better technology and I can get it replaced I'm not too worried about it uh, what else you guys so we got the foster uh, yeah she is she's a Dalmatian and it's cool because she's got red spots instead of black spots Robin researched it and she is a lemon Dalmatian they call it very rare uh, I don't think we're going to have her very long. I think she gets adopted out fairly quickly. Uh, she is a sweetheart. She came in with a lot of energy, but she's chilled out a lot. And she does really good outside. She just lays in here with me when I'm gaming on the futon behind me and just chills with me. And she's such a sweetie. I would have her in here right now, but she was like, she would lay there. And whenever I wasn't paying attention to her, she would just start whining really loud. And I'm like, you can't be in here for the podcast. You distract me way too much. But, uh, yeah, so I didn't go to my Aunt Gina's funeral. Uh, I know on here I said I wouldn't miss it for the world. And it just, with that implant, the awkwardness of the of the pack that I was wearing, all the tape, it was just, I wasn't feeling up to it. And it was, it was really annoying to have all that stuff on me. Uh, the injection spot was ridiculously sore for the first couple days. And I missed it. I talked to my dad uh, the other day, and he was telling me about it and how nice it was. And everything went really well. Uh, Gina will be missed. Uh, she was such a funny, cool aunt to have. Uh, she was, you know, she went through a lot and she was obviously struggling and uh, it's somewhere I could have related and maybe like I wish I'd have reached out to her and we could have related a little bit more. But, uh, you know, and I, like I said, you can't regret, uh, you know, man, I wish I would have did this or wish I did that. You know, when somebody takes their own life, it's, it's tough afterwards and uh, it's such a surprise sometimes and it's really hard to cope with. And uh, I just... I just hope she's in a better place now and I hope that she uh, doesn't have to struggle or suffer with, you know, whatever she was suffering with because it must have been pretty bad. Uh, I talked to my dad on the phone the other day and we talked <clears throat> for probably like 10, 15 minutes talking about my implant, how I was feeling with that, uh, the funeral and this and that. And then we get off the phone and later on my sister texts me and goes, you did wish dad a happy birthday today, right? I talked to my dad for like 15 minutes on the phone on his birthday and didn't even realize it was his birthday. He didn't say anything. So I called him the next day. I was like, hey, Dad. I don't know if you didn't hear me, but after we, we you hung up last night, right as I said happy birthday, <laughs> he didn't believe me. 
uh, he's going to take one of the kitties, which is cool. Uh, he needs a new Tomcat out of his house, so he's got a bunch of cats, but he doesn't have a, a new Tom. He wants a Tomcat with a different bloodline, and we got three kitties right now, and they're ready to go. So if anybody out there wants an orange male kitty, uh, they're pretty cool. They're super tame and fun, and they run around the house, and they're pretty pretty cute. Uh, what else, you guys, do I got going on? Uh, I wanted to talk about some firsts of mine because I was listening to a podcast, uh, Andrew Santino, uh, the whis- the Whiskey Ginger podcast. It's, I've been uh, listening to a lot of podcasts lately. So when Rogan doesn't have one out and or I finish Rogan's, I always try to find another one. Um, Burt Kreischer right now is in, he's over in Siberia uh, shooting his own movie. So he hasn't really been putting out too many podcasts with Tom Segura and them. Uh, I listen to your mom's house whenever it comes out. But I've been digging into these other ones. Uh, Bad Friends, which is Andrew Santino and... Bobby Lee, super funny podcast. Those guys are really goofy together. Uh, Andrew Santino's podcast, like the one I'm listening to today with Joey Stickler on it, is these guys are they're hilarious. The banter back and forth that they do, and and anyway, they were talking about some of their firsts and uh, like chewing uh, cigarettes, like they're drinking and stuff. So like I wanted to share with you guys a few of my firsts. Right, I don't know if I've talked about them on here or not, but uh, I remember my first dip I ever had. Uh, we were, there was a football, uh, high school football game going on. Uh, I must have been in middle school. I think I was in like seventh or eighth grade. I think eighth grade. Uh, Jason Newman had just got his driver's license. Shout out Jason. Uh, my, my childhood best friend had just gotten his, I think Autumn's home when she got off the bus. The dogs are going to go crazy, but, uh, there was a high school football game. We were like in eighth grade. Why is the the bus is straight driving into the neighbor's yard? I've never seen that before. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> oh, the pain, you guys. I just take a deep breath and it fucking hurts. I don't find stupid. Well, high school football game going on uh, right before the game starts. Uh, me and Jason and I think a couple other people were, were riding around in the back of this little extended cab S10 pickup truck. And they were like, we got dip. Anybody want to try some chew or whatever? And I was like, let's do it. You know, I've never done it before. And I took a small pinch. It was cherry skull. And to this day, because of this story, I cannot, I can't even smell cherry skull. And it is what? This has probably been like over 30 years, maybe? No, 25 years later. And I still can't smell the shit. It's terrible. Ugh. Anyway, I put a little chew in. Uh, I got something, just, we got a bottle to spit in, we're spitting, and we're just driving along, and like within five minutes, man, it's like spinning, and I'm just like, oh no, and they're like, take it out, take it out, and I take it out, and they drop us back off at the football game, and I'm trying to walk up the bleachers, and I am still spinning, and like, I almost fell down, people thought I was drunk, <laughs> Ugh, but... Later on, uh, you know, on the bus for wrestling, and I started chewing here and there. I got in the military. I chewed quite a bit uh, when I was bored and whatever. So uh, that was my first dipping experience for you guys. That uh, when you first dip or you put a dip in, like uh, if you haven't done it before or you haven't done it for a long time, like I, whenever I start dipping again, I know now to like I put the dip in. And if you once you start feeling the spins, it's too late. Like you got to put it in for a couple minutes and take it out. Uh, and then catch your catch your shit before that crazy nicotine buzz kicks in. And it's not a good nicotine buzz. It's pretty bad. It's pretty rough. Uh, first time smoking cigarettes? I don't really remember 
when the first time I smoked cigarettes was. I know in high school I messed around and smoked cigarettes here and there. Um, my buddy Tom Fiki, um, rest in peace, Tom, used to steal Virginia Slims from his mom, and we would smoke them. Uh, we would take cigarette, like half-smoked cigarettes out of my dad's ashtray and smoke them. Uh, I was never big on smoking cigarettes. I always thought it was pretty gross. Uh, I did get into smoking cigarettes when I was stationed in Minot out in the missile field. It was more of a social thing. Everybody would go out uh, to these garages and smoke. And if you wanted to hang out with the other airmen and the other people, fire team guys would be out there. You'd go out and smoke a cigarette with them. And I started smoking uh, quite often, actually. I was smoking out when I was at home, uh, out in the missile field. And then uh, Kristen got pregnant with Kelsey, and I go... All right, I'm done smoking. I was actually drinking, and I quit cold turkey. I was like, I don't want to be holding my baby with stinky, smoky hands, and I just quit cold turkey. Uh, there were times later in life where I'd get drunk and smoke a cigarette, but then like the next morning, I would wake up and be like, oh, no, even if I smoked one, I felt like total shit, you know? And then being a fighter and being uh, trying to be in shape, like it's not, you don't want to be smoking and, and <laughs> trying to be in good cardio conditioning, you know? So... I uh, kept dipping, but uh, smoking, I haven't done smoke. I haven't smoked cigarettes in a long, long time. Uh, I've been vaping lately. I don't know. Like, there's something about it. Nicotine, I love it. I, I chew, and I've been uh, hitting the vape every once in a while when I get sick of chewing. It's like, I got to have this nicotine thing. And it is, you guys know me, man. I'm just an addictive person, and I got to have something. And it's not drugs and alcohol. So, uh, speaking of alcohol... Uh, the first time I got drunk, I know like growing up, like I would, my parent, we would steal wine coolers at the lake out of the cooler and sneak around the back of the grandma and grandpa's shed and drink them. We, you know, my dad would give me drinks of his beer and this and that. But like the first time I really got drunk, uh, another shout out to Jason, Jason Newman. We were over at his house and his brother, Jeremy brought us, uh, some beer, like a 12 pack of beer. And I remember it was MGD Miller genuine draft. And I, to this day, I'm not a big beer drinker. I think beer tastes like shit. I know I'm probably triggering people out there. Beer's delicious. Like, I feel like every, anybody and everybody, the first sip of beer, you weren't like, mmm, this is delicious. Like, the first sip of beer, I think to anybody, was pretty gross. It's like not, it's not a good flavor. Well, I'm choking these cans down, and I'm like gagging drinking this stuff. And I think I drank four cans of beer and I was fucking drunk. Yeah, you know, the first time I was probably like 85 pounds, maybe less than that. You know, I don't even know what grade I was in, seventh or eighth grade. And uh, I don't know if it was the same night that Jason had got his hands on a bottle of moonshine. And we were taking little swigs out of this bottle of moonshine. And I woke up at the bottom of his stairs the next morning, like on this little island, because the stairs go straight down and then it cuts left and there's like three more stairs, you know, all that kind of thing. I'm on that little island just laying there and I have dry blood on my head. And the funniest thing I remember is I washed that blood off and I couldn't find a cut or anything. So it must have been somebody else's blood. I have no idea. But moonshine was far. That shit was insane. Uh, my 21st birthday, uh, my buddy got me a, a bottle of Crown Royal. He knew I liked Crown. And uh, we were just taking pulls off of this thing. And we were. it was like right before my birthday party was supposed to start. And... Uh, we're, I, all I remember is we're doing pulls up this bottle and I wake up the next day at home and I'm in bed. I'm like, Oh, what is happening? And Kristen was there and she was like, you don't remember anything. I'm like, I don't remember anything. Well, this party at my buddy Lakey and Willie's house was huge. 
I guess there was like so many people. They have had so many parties there, and it was like the biggest party they ever had. And I don't remember any of it. I don't remember people really showing up. Uh, I have a weird vision later of like telling my sister to get me a burrito from Taco Bell, and that was the last thing I remember. <laughs> and then after that, like I couldn't touch Crown Royal for for a long time. Uh, I started drinking Crown Royal again in Turkey. Uh, I would do uh, I would call it a Royal Bull. Um, uh, it was Crown and Red Bull, and I thought it was like the most delicious thing ever. And I still, oh, man, I I shouldn't talk about drinking alcohol right now. I'm still clean and sober. And I want to drink, I want to smoke, but uh, speaking of smoking weed, so the first time I ever smoked weed was Jason Newman, man. Here's like all my first, dude. It's funny, but uh, we were over at Jason's house and me, him and this, my, our buddy Derek Gibbons went up into the barn and they had gotten some weed and I don't remember what we smoked it out of. Uh, I don't know if we actually had a bowl. I think they had a little pipe. Uh, maybe a one-e kind of deal, and we smoked it, and I don't really remember feeling high. Uh, we I remember going in the house, and we were all eating cereal, and we were kind of giggling and stuff, and I think I was just kind of giggling because I felt like I needed to uh, because it's like I just smoked. Well, you know, I, I don't know. I just don't remember feeling high the first time, and I guess that happens a lot that people don't feel high the first time they smoke weed. Uh, I smoked a few more times in high school. Uh, the one time uh, I was with Jason, <laughs> again, we smoked out of this Grim Reaper bong at this party, and I laid on the floor, and I don't know if it was a good feeling, but I was fucking ripped, and uh, the funny part is, is like, normally weed doesn't cause like hallucinations. I guess people who eat a lot of edibles can, can get hallucinations sometimes, but it's not really a psychedelic thing. But I was laying there and there was like this glowing rope from the ceiling and I kept trying to grab it. And I remember Jason laying there next to me going, what are you doing? I go, there's a rope and I can't grab it. <laughs> so uh, other than that, uh, I smoked weed a few more times in high school. I remember one time it made me really sick and I don't know if it was just bad weed or I just didn't like it, man. I just really didn't care for weed in high school. I uh, joined the Air Force and stuff and demonized weed being a cop, being uh, that it could ruin my entire career. I would date girls and stuff that were civilians and they would smoke weed and I would get mad at them about it. It's just, I feel like a jerk now. Like, I should have just, you know, let them smoke weed. Who cares, you know? I think a part of it was like, I don't want to be around it. I don't want it to be in my car. We get pulled over. I get in trouble. Like, I just, it was, I was such a fucking square, you know? But you kind of had to be to protect your your military career. Like, I didn't want to get kicked out of the Air Force because some girl I'm dating had weed in her fucking purse and we get in trouble, you know. Stupid shit like that. Anyway, Dave gets out of the Air Force. Dave goes to Northland Community College for welding. And I'm referring to myself in the third person. I don't know why. I get into college and these kids used to go out to their car and smoke weed all the time. Well, one day... Uh, one of those kids that smoke weed come up to me and he was like, Hey man, can you buy me a case? And I was, I didn't even think about it, man. I was like a case of what? And he's like a uh, beer. I'm like, buy your own case of beer. And he goes, dude, I'm 19. I'm like, Oh, you know, I've been so long. I've like, I didn't realize underage people even existed. So I'm like, yeah, man, we can, I'll buy you a freaking case of beer or whatever. And he's like, dude, do you, do you want any, do you need any weed or anything? And I'm like, dude, I haven't smoked weed in like 14, 15 years, you know, being in the military and stuff. And he goes, he goes, here's what we'll do. You know, you buy me this case of beer and I'll get you a joint. I'll make you just a little joint or whatever for getting me this case of beer. And I go, 
cool, man. And so uh, I get him a case of beer and we, uh, and, you know, I bring him the case of beer. He gives me this little joint and I take it home. And I was with Jesse at the time. And I don't know if Jesse wants me talking about her smoking weed. Uh, she wasn't tested or anything with her job, but sh- let's just say she didn't smoke weed. Anyway, we go out to the garage and I, uh, we light this joint up. I did. <laughs> just took, a, took a couple puffs, a couple rips off of it, put it out, knowing that I didn't, I'm not going to need a lot to get fucked up. And I go in the house and I, I get a big glass of ice water like I'm being responsible and ready to go for the cotton mouth, you know, and this and that. And all of a sudden, man, the lights get a little brighter and everything is just like, whoa. And I go lay down on the carpet and then, dude, it was like hooked from there on out. Like I needed more weed, uh, smoked weed quite a bit, uh, only in the evenings. I never went to school high. Uh, the first time I went to school high, it was a fucking trip, dude. Like it was, uh, I can't remember the class. It had nothing to do with welding. It was like human resources. There you go. Human resources class taught by this older lady. And I'm sitting in this class like high and I'm like, oh no, she knows I'm high. And like half the fucking kids in college are probably high when they go to class. But it's like part of that paranoia. And like later on in the, the whole deal, I really started to like that paranoia part. But uh, I didn't really, you know, I didn't go to school high. Uh, I used to smoke in the evenings. And eventually when like the second semester started, I stopped smoking because I'm like, I know I'm going to have to get a job and all these or any really good welding jobs going to test me. So I actually quit smoking and started working at PS Industries and PS Doors at the time. Uh, working with some guys there and I kind of get this feeling like from some of the guys there that they smoke weed and this one dude nick who is like a big druggie he was he was by the end of it man he was on heroin and fentanyl and other shit man and i i i hope he's doing good now from social media he seems like he's doing pretty good he's like a guy like me man like once you dive into it like once you start it it is out of control well oh man so uh finding out that there are ways to beat the drug tests and this and that so i started to uh, smoke weed again while I was working at PS doors. I always told myself, never will I go to work high. Uh, it's just stupid. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to get to that point. Just smoke in the evenings, you know, maybe not even every evening, but I couldn't even control myself that much. I was like, I was smoking every evening. Well, uh, I don't know if I want to give the thing away, but you would just wear fake piss with a hand warmer on it to keep it at a right, keep it at that optimal temperature between like 95 and 105 or whatever it was like 90 and 103 or 102 or something uh so you know what i mean like i just wore that every day and they never drug tested on fridays so i never wore on a friday uh they would drug test so you then you'd be like all right we're good for a few months and you just wouldn't wear it and you just take that risk you know and and it was whatever like it's just weed it wasn't like i was doing heroin or coke and that's me minimizing right i learned that in treatment I just, it, you know, I made it a problem. Could it have caused problems? Of course it could have caused problems. It could have caused problems with me getting fired from my job. I could, legally could have got caught with it and, and you know, arrested for possession, fined. A lot of things could have, you know, went wrong with it, you know. And But it, it got to the point, you guys, where I was smoking before work, at work, during work. <laughs> like, not in work, obviously, but it got to the point where I was high all day, every day for over a year and a half. And that's when I, you know, I decided that I needed to go to treatment, not necessarily for the weed, but I had, I was just, I could not, not be high. 
and do I miss it? Of course I do. Like that shit was freaking. It's so much fun to be high and just whatever. But everybody, I don't know, you know. And it, I, I think I'm better clear-headed. Maybe a lot of these podcasts, you guys, you go back, and a lot of these podcasts, I was high. A lot of them, half of them, maybe, maybe more. Stoned on my mind doing these podcasts, and nobody really knows, you know. And that's the fun part. Like I said, is like I go to Walmart and I'm fucking stoned out of my mind, and like. You're just wondering who else is stoned. Does two people need? Do people know I'm stoned and this and that? But uh, clean and sober now. I want to smoke weed again someday when I can maybe handle it or when it's not going to affect uh, my life, you know, as much. When it's federally legal, maybe. When it's recreationally legal here in North Dakota, maybe. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Maybe I'll never do it again. You never know. But oh. What else is there, you guys? Pills? Uh, I don't think I've ever had a problem with any pills. Uh, let's just say that uh, I I liked Adderall to a point, but I didn't. I couldn't imagine being on it every day. Like, holy crap, dude! If you guys have never done Adderall, it's pretty much really clean meth. Uh, you know, they prescribe it for ADHD and ADD and stuff, Ritalin, all that stuff, Adderall, Vyvanse. Uh, there's a few other kinds that are generic versions of of just Adderall and holy shit, you guys. Well, <laughs> I'm going to sound like a fucking junkie, you know, and maybe I was, but the first time I ever did Adderall, I was with my buddy Andy and he's like, you want to, you want to, you want to try Adderall, right? And I'm like, of course I do. I've, I've, I've wanted to give it a shot for a while and just to see what it does to me. I've always felt like I have ADHD. I'm a fucking, I'm a spaz, right? Well, Adderall made it even worse. Like there was maybe one time I remember it really focused me and I was playing video games and I looked at my watch and it was like 9.30 p.m. And I started playing PUBG and next thing I know it was like, no wait. So it was like three in the morning when I looked at my watch, sorry. Uh, but it was like 9.30 a.m. when I looked at my clock, like I looked at the watch again and I was like, holy shit, eight hours just disappeared. And I was just so into the game and so focused on it. It was ridiculous. And I don't even really remember much of it. But anyway, you guys, the first time I've ever did Adderall, uh, I go to my buddy Andy's. He uh, breaks his pill in half. And I thought I was just going to take a half of whatever. I don't even know what the dose is, you guys. And I'm not recommending doing any pills or anybody else's medication uh, that you're not been doctor prescribed. Okay, I'm just giving you guys my stories. They might not even be true. So if anybody's going to try to come bust me, it's stupid, right? Like I can just tell stories, learning lessons, whatever. I'm not even worried. Come arrest me. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Breaks this pill in half. And I thought I was going to take half an Adderall. And he starts like crushing his up. And I go, what's going on, man? What do you, you know, are we just going to take it? He goes, no, no, it's way better if you crush it up and snort it, right? And this is the first time in my life that I've ever snorted a drug up my nose. I think I snorted a pixie stick in high school fucking around to try to make people laugh. That was a huge, huge mistake. Ugh, it hurt so bad. Well, I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to take your word for it. You're like my fucking Adderall shaman here. And we cru I crush it up and I snorted this pill. And it was the first time I ever snorted any drug up my nose. And I'm telling you, the first time you snort a fucking drug up your nose, you feel like a junkie. Well... I do it, and within like 10 minutes, I am like, I feel like I chugged like fucking 10 Red Bulls, and my heart's pounding, and I'm like, woo, too much, you know, and I've, I just start talking, and I can't shut the fuck up, well, I look at my buddy Andy, I'm like, crap, dude, I gotta make it over to the DMV 
to to renew my registration on something. I don't remember what it was. And I'm like, I got to go, dude. And I'm like, so I leave and I go to the uh, the DMV and the line is always long, always. And I get in line at the DMV and I remember the screen on my, my I think it was like an iPhone 6 Max and the screen stopped working. So I can't like focus on my phone and play games and social media. I'm like just stuck there, standing there. And there's this lady in front of me who's got just two huge hairy moles on her face and there's hair sticking out of them. And I'm just staring at it like, why wouldn't you just clip that fucking hair off, right? Like just, just trim it off. Like just every couple weeks, just trim it off. Every day, just snip, snip, gone, right? Well, I'm sitting here talking to her about registering her trailer and this and that and blah, 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 blah. People probably thought I was on fucking crack or meth, which I kind of was. Oh my God, you guys, the pain in my back. Um, so I would just never recommend snorting it. That was the only time I've ever snorted Adderall. And that was the, you know, it was like, dude, just take it like a normal pill. And it does the fucking job, man. Well, you guys know at one point I had three jobs, uh, PS Industries, PS Doors, PS Industries, we'll just call it that. Uh, PS Industries, Juvenile Detention, and uh, Uber. I was, I was driving Uber. Well, I would get off juvie at like midnight and I would drive Uber till five in the morning. If you think I was doing that without Adderall, you're fucking crazy, man. And I feel like my mic is too high. Jesus, I just did a whole bunch of this and my mic might be fucked up. Don't care. Here we go. Uh, I didn't abuse it, man. I would like take a half and just take it uh, on Saturday night to stay awake all the way through Sunday. And I would stay awake and I'd sleep just fine on Saturday. Uh, I don't recommend this for anybody. The th I was working three jobs and I could see how Adderall becomes could become addicting. It just was too much, man. It was just, woo, like, there's no way. Uh, I took it one time at PS and went welding one day, and people would walk by, and I wouldn't be able to shut up. It was just stupid. And I'm like, man, I'm talking too much. They're going to fucking think I'm on fucking meth speed, which I was. So I hated doing it at, at my actual job and stuff, but it's, it's an interesting drug, man. If you guys, you know, I don't recommend you try somebody else's prescription or prescription or, you know, pills that aren't prescribed to you but give it a shot man i think it's pretty fucking crazy but uh pills uh never got into pills until my buddy andy uh he got me into pills and uh I'm, i've been on pain pills before for dental surgeries other surgeries and yeah man like i understand why people get addicted to pills uh, I got to the point where I, I snorted some, uh, I didn't go out and look for pills and buy them. Uh, buddies would just give me some, sometimes people's old prescriptions, uh, would give them to me, which don't recommend you guys doing, don't do it. Pills are bad. Stay away from fucking pills. Cause they are amazing. And I see why people get so fucking addicted. Uh, I've never actually done meth, heroin, uh, any of the hard drugs and stuff. Ecstasy one time when I was in the military in tech school, uh, that was a crazy story. But we were just out at this rave partying all night and a guy gave me like half a capsule of this ecstasy stuff and it was weird because it was like in a gel cap and he pulled it apart and he tried to even it out and he gave me half, he took half and it was, it was an interesting feeling. You just remember, I just remember being really happy and dancing and having fun all night. The next day I felt like pure shit uh, all day. But uh, none of the other hard drugs, you guys. Uh, I've never done like uh, salvia, uh, psychedelics, mushrooms. <laughs> I've done mushrooms, uh, 
Was it just the one time? I think I did mushrooms one time. Maybe twice. I just don't remember feeling it the second time. I don't remember. But we'll save the mushroom story for another time. Uh, I kind of freaked out on them a little at first. And then I think I might have talked about it before on here. I went to Best Buy on mushrooms. And I, I don't know. It was, just, it was bad. I didn't do enough to get the, visible, the visual psychedelic experience. I got more of a stimulated psychedelic experience. And I kind of freaked out a little bit. Uh, I've done acid a few times. Or LSD. <laughs> and it was just... Uh, Cool experience. Music sounded cooler. Watching movies and videos and stuff looked cooler. Uh, I didn't really get into the visuals with it. Didn't take enough. So uh, that is <laughs> that is the drug talk, you guys. Hopefully my mic wasn't turned up. I think I messed with it the other day when me and me and Robin made a video. Oh man, haven't got to do any backcast, you guys. With my aunt Gina's suicide and stuff, I've had. I'm like, man, I don't. I don't feel like I should be funny right now and this and that. But now I think about it like my Aunt Gina, she would want me to continue being funny and goofy because that's exactly how she was. So expect a backcast coming soon. Uh, I got the world's hottest gummy bear and I had that cold sore. And I'm like, I'm not eating that gummy bear with this cold sore because it makes your lips fucking on fire. And I don't know when I'm going to do it. I don't really want to do it because that fucking chip was so bad. Uh, I just had like an internal burp and it made my fucking shoulder hurt. In pain, you guys. Anyway. Uh, st stand by for an MMA minute, you guys. We'll we'll do an MMA minute. If you guys don't want to listen to me talk about MMA, see you later. This is the time you can end the you can end it, shut it off, or whatever. We're gonna get into MMA. I know some people don't really give a shit, uh, but if you want to hear it, here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the moment you have been waiting for. Coming out of the red corner. The number one podcast in Grand Forks, North Dakota. The Davecast MMA Minute. So this weekend, you guys, uh, Jesus, UFC 262, man, headlined by Charles Oliveira and Michael Chandler. Um, super excited for that fight. We'll get into it in a minute. Let's run down uh, some of the fights here. Uh, Ronaldo Jacare Souza is fighting Andre Muniz, uh, both Brazilians. And Muniz has uh, most of his wins are by submission. So I don't know if he's going to try to grapple one of the best jiu-jitsu guys ever in MMA uh, in Jacare. But it should be a pretty exciting fight. Uh, young up-and-comer versus the old veteran. Uh, I wouldn't say he's a young up-and-comer. He's 20 and 4. He's had 24 professional fights. So Andre Muniz uh, and, and Jacques Race could be a pretty good one. Uh, Matt Schnell and uh, Rogero Bontorin. I don't actually... Their names don't even, don't even uh, ring a bell right now. So I'm not going to say anything about that fight. Uh, it's on the main card, so it must be a good matchup. Uh, Shane Burgos Burgess Burgess I think is how they pronounce it which is Edson Barboza Edson Barboza has got like one of the fastest leg kicks fastest one of the best strikers in the UFC I think and uh, Shane Burgess is coming off a loss and uh, I think that's got uh, that's got a, that's gonna be a good fight uh, Shane Burgess is a all-around really good fighter everywhere and Edson Barboza is more of a stand-up fighter but I think it, it's I think it's a good matchup for Edson Barboza, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good fight. Uh, Edson Barboza needs some more wins. He's kind of uh, he's always a one-dimensional striker, and people would figure out how to how to beat him, you know, and they just take him down and kind of beat him up. So 
Uh, I've always liked uh, Edson Burboza. He's got some highlight reel knockouts, and he's been he's been a beast. Uh, next one is uh, the name. This is her name always messes me up, and I really like her. Uh, Caitlin uh, Shukagian uh, versus Vivian Arujo, and they're both uh, fighting their way to the top of the women's flyweight division, and that should be a really good fight. Caitlin uh, Shukugian is on a really good win streak and working her way up, and uh, Vivi, Vivi, uh, Vivian is going to be a really tough fight for her. Uh, you got Tony Ferguson and Danielle, uh, God, Jesus. Um, I can't even talk right now. Benel, Benel Dariush, I just call him Dariush. <laughs> Uh, he, oh man, this is for Tony Ferguson, not an easy fight at all. Uh, Dariush is a beast and he, uh, is working his way up the, the lightweight division. Tony Ferguson coming off of two big losses to, uh, the top two guys in the division, Charles Oliveira and, uh, Jesus dude, Gaethje, Justin Gaethje, you know what I mean? So Tony Ferguson, people are like, Tony's, he's done, he's on his way out. Uh, this is where he has to prove himself that he's still a contender and he has to beat a really tough Dariush. And I'm excited for that fight just to see if Tony still got it. Uh, if Dariush smashes him or beats him, I think it's, it's time for maybe Tony to start thinking about hanging it up. Uh, Tony's a crazy ass fighter and I don't think that he, uh, I don't think he wants to hang it up. I think he's going to fucking, he's going to go out on his shield. You guys, uh, much like Cowboy. I don't know if you guys have seen Cowboy. He's got like five losses in a row. It's like, man, come on, cowboy. Uh, it's time to hang it up. But I guess he wants another fight. I just saw on uh, on SureDog that he's looking to go out with a W. So <sighs> see how it goes, man. I hate seeing legends keep pushing and or keep staying in when they should have they should have retired or got out. Uh, I don't know if it's money. I don't know what it is. Or that's all they know how to do is fight. So like, I'm just gonna keep fucking fighting. But they end up losing a whole bunch to some not so good fighters, and it kind of ruins their legacy. So. Uh, I'm sweating, you guys. I'm to, all right, let's finish this shit up. Charles Oliveira and Michael Chandler. There's some drama behind this one because Michael Chandler gets one win in the UFC, uh, beat a really good uh, hooker. What's his, is it Josh Hooker? Jesus, you guys. Well, anyway, Hooker's tough, man, and he's a really good fight. He's like he was, he was working his way up uh, the lightweight division and. Uh, Michael Chandler starched him, so uh, threw Michael Chandler right to the top of the division. For those that are fucking don't know Michael Chandler from his Bellator days and and, and Elite XC and all that stuff, he's a fucking monster, man. And I think he's going to give Charles Oliveira trouble, but Charles Oliveira has been looking amazing. I don't even know what his win streak is right now. It's it's huge. Uh, he's got like six, maybe seven, eight, I don't know. But he hasn't lost in forever in every fight. Charles Oliveira looks amazing. And the way he beat up Tony Ferguson, dude, uh, I'm excited for this fight. I don't know who to tell you he's going to win. Somebody, um, Richie was telling me that Michael Chandler is talking about he's going to go in there and he's going to grapple him. Uh, Charles Oliveira has always been a fucking wizard on the ground. Uh, striking has just come together and fucking awesome main event, you guys. Don't miss the UFC 256. Uh, that's tomorrow night. I'm excited for it, you guys. Uh, that's all I got. The fucking pain is hitting me, but just talking to you guys made me forget about it, made me feel a little better. Uh, it's a good sign, you guys. So it, it tells me that that stimulator and that therapy 
really numbed the pain down and I'm excited to get the permanent. Uh, I was very pessimistic slash I was kind of pessimistic. I don't like to be, I don't like to get destroyed by news. I don't take disappointment very well lately and with my mental state and I was just like, you know what, it's probably not going to work. It fucking worked amazing. I guess I, the way that I reacted to it and how much, dude, I would, I had a remote control for it and I would crank it up and my fucking arms would just vibrate. It was crazy. They weren't really vibrating. It was just the nerve, the electricity stimulating my nerves. And it was, it's a crazy feeling, but I guess, you know, a lot of people don't react that well to it. Sometimes some people don't react at all. Some people don't act as good as I guess mine was. And I'm excited. You guys, June 14th can't come soon enough. And I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get going with some some more physical shit and just uh, get back my ass in the gym. Shout out to Victor, uh, Combat Cardio Club. Uh, we need to get in and do another podcast soon, Vic. I've been out of the gym with this fucking pack and everything I've been carrying around. I could have went and visited him. It was just sitting in a car with those things on my back and just it was it was annoying. And I feel bad I didn't go to the funeral. I've been out of the gym leaving Vic hanging. And now that I got this thing out of my back, Vic, you'll, you'll definitely see me back in there for a little while. Uh, with this fucking pain, though, I'm not going to do much. But I'm always there to help you, man. And I'm always there to give you the shout out. That shit is, do what you're doing with what Forks Fighters was. It's fucking amazing. So, huge shout out to him. Uh, shout out to my buddy Theo and the good old Blast and Cast podcast. If you guys like fishing, hunting, and stuff, uh, listen to this local podcast. Give them your support. And the good old Blast and Cast podcast, you guys. Uh, there it is, you man. There it is, you man. You man. I can't talk. I did all this talking, and I fuck up at the end. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening, and huge shoutouts uh, to Victor and Theo. Uh, and then we got uh, Dave's podcast one at gmail.com. If you guys want to send me an email, um, want to be on the podcast, let's do a Zoom. Talk about it all the time. Still not really doing it like I should, but I got I got some people on the hook, you guys, uh, to get on here and. Okay, Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook is my personal account. Uh, if you guys want a kitty, let me know. Uh, if you guys are interested in adopting this beautiful little Dalmatian puppy, uh, it's Journey Homes uh, Fosters on Facebook. Uh, send them a message. Do They'll send you a link. Uh, you do the application process and stuff, and you can adopt a dog. Uh, and you're doing an amazing thing by giving this dog a forever home that, that is obviously way better than where it came from and stuff. Oh, funny Welder on Instagram and Dave's podcast on Facebook. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. This one went a little long, but it was fun. Uh, take care. Till next time.